join us online as we stream. You can catch any of our services on Facebook, YouTube, or at www.rdci.info. We might not be able to gather in the building, but you can still get to church. Stream on Sundays at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Wednesdays at 12 noon and 7 p.m. And ladies, catch Women's Bible Study on Facebook, Fridays at 12 noon. for listening to the Direction for Life broadcast with Drs. Herbert and Marsha Bailey. We'd love to have you at any of our three campuses. In Columbia, join us at 3506 Broad River Road. If you're in Orangeburg, meet us at 990 Willington Drive. In Florence, join us at 1507 West King Avenue. For more information, including service times, visit rdci.info. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. Today's message is Preparing for the Supernatural by Bishop Herbert Bailey. In Joshua, the third chapter, in verse 5, Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Sanctify yourselves, for the Lord will do wonders among you. That's Joshua, third chapter, in verse 5. And then Isaiah 61 Verse 1 and 2, which I guess that's three scriptures, right? Prophetically speaking of Jesus, saying, which is fulfilled in Luke 4, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to them that abound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. Amen. Tell two people on your way down, prepare for the supernatural. Have your seats as we continue talking about as we go into 2020, preparing for the supernatural. And the reason why I read Isaiah 60 and 2 is because Jesus says, and it's fulfilled in Luke 4, he said, the Lord has sent me to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So Jesus says, the year will be what I proclaim it to be. Amen. It is important that we proclaim the year. And as we go into 2020, the the Lord told me for the house of right direction and those connected with me to proclaim and claim that 2020 will be the year for the supernatural. Say that with me. 2020 will be the year for the supernatural. Come on, let's say it together. 2020 will be the year for the supernatural. Amen. And so we looked as a backdrop for, even as we are on the threshold of another year 
in Joshua, the third chapter, the children of Israel, the second generation, most of their parents have died in the wilderness with the exception of Joshua and Caleb. They're the oldest ones who actually go into the promised land because the other prior generation did not believe they could not go in. And so now the second generation, many of them, quote unquote, desert babies born in the wilderness born in the desert but now they're they've been hearing about the promise they heard they heard about what egypt was like they heard what their parents went through but they heard their parents also talk about the day that they would live in their own land in the land of canaan and as they're on the threshold right at the cuffs to go into the promised land joshua says in joshua 3 and five, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will work wonders among you. The Lord will work wonders among you. The interesting thing is that most of them had not seen the greatest wonder that had ever been performed for the children of Israel. And that was the problem, that was the, the wonder of God uh, taking them across the Red Sea on dry land and drowning all of their enemies. And drowning their creditors for whom they had borrowed and insisted that they give them everything that they needed. They heard about it, but now their children are going to see God work wonders for them. I I think it's so important that every generation experiences God for yourself. I, you can keep hearing about your parents, God, and what God did for them. And, you know, I mean, my, I mean, my, my, my children, they, they've heard me talk about the projects and, and how we had nothing. And, and maybe they don't have to go through that, but they need to experience the God of provision like I've experienced the God of provision. They need to experience healing. They need to experience deliverance. Every generation of now, God says, for this new generation, I'm going to show you my splendor and show me my gl- glory because this one more river you got across, I'm going to perform wonders among you. I'm going to perform the supernatural. Now, we ended Sunday reminding us that miracles come with instructions. So he told them, sanctify yourselves. And then uh, and I really want to encourage you all to go ahead and read the, first cha- the third chapter of Joshua. And he says, then the priests and the Levites would go before carrying the ark. And then he tells the people, stand back a certain distance from the ark. But he says, still stand close and stand far enough away to respect that there's an office that they walk in that you don't. He said, but stand close enough to hear the instructions and to stay close to the presence. Oh, come on now. That, that, that's a whole nother series of messages by itself. But the reason that the supernatural often comes with instructions is because the supernatural is not intended to replace the natural. The supernatural is not intended to replace the natural. The supernatural is intended to exceed the natural. Let me say it again. The supernatural is not to replace the natural. But the supernatural is to exceed the natural. Uh, I told, what, about a, about a, about a year ago, uh, 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 we, something on, on going around on social media, somebody leading prayer, and they were taking a... Th- they were taking authority over the, the fat spirits. Can't make this up, Horace. I mean, they, she was going in. 
going in. You fat demon. I command this fat to come off. I command this weight to come off. And I've heard people talk about supernatural weight loss. I ain't trying to get no supernatural weight loss, but y'all can get some supernatural weight loss. I can get me some supernatural exercise. If I think about get my, if I can get that supernatural exercise, then the, then the weight loss take take care of itself. But but the supernatural is not intended to replace; it's intended to exceed. We cannot do. In other words, we cannot do what only God can do, and God will not do what we ought to do. Let me say that again. We cannot do what only God can do, and God will not do what we ought to do. So Paul put it this way in 1 Corinthians 3 and 9, for we are laborers together with God. There's a partnership even in the supernatural. That's why the supernatural comes with instructions. Gave you at least 10 of them. Yes, Naaman, you can be healed supernaturally of the leprosy that they have no cure for. But your natural part, you're going to have to dip seven times in that Jordan. Yes, lepers who are ostracized to some type of uh, area outside of the city that you can't even be with your family and can't be part of society and you're ostracized there and Jesus is passing through the coast and they yelled out to Jesus and Jesus didn't even, didn't even go next to them. He didn't call them to him. He just said, go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible says, as they went, they were healed. So they had to do the natural. They had to get to step in and go towards the priest. And as they went, they were healed. Because we are labors together with God. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God that worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I love this scripture. It is God, Philippians 2.13, which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That tells me that everything God wants me to do, he gives me the desire to do it, and he works in me and helps me do it. So, so there's really no excuse why I can't get it done. God's going to work in me. He's going to give me both the will and the do is the ability. So whatever God calls you to do, He'll give you the will to do it, and then he'll give you the ability to do it. But now you got to take the will and take the ability and go do it. He works in us. He's not, he's not going to, the, the supernatural is not going to replace the natural. It's going to exceed the natural. That scripture, Philippians 2.13 from the Amplified, it says, Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Say that, say God is working in me. He's energizing me and he's creating a power and desire in me. Glory to God. See, that, that's why you can't understand how you can live saved until you get saved. Because once you get saved, now he gives you the will and the power starts working in you. Because, see, before you get saved, you're like, man, I just, I just can't see. I, I, don't, I, I can't live that kind of life, man. I, can't, I just can't see. Uh, you, you can even be saying that about church. I just, can't, I, can't, I just can't see myself being in church all the time. I mean, you know, uh, 
I, that, you know, I usually do something else on Sundays. I, I just can't. No, but once you make, once you make the decision, the, now the supernatural starts working in you. So it's not that I have to, now I want to. Come on now. See, as long as you're living under the law, it's a have to. But under this new covenant where God said, I'll put my laws in your heart. Now, there's a want to. It's not that I can't. I don't want to do that anymore. God gives me new desires. He works in us. So in 2019, God is not only going to do the supernatural for you. God is going to do the supernatural through you. Say that. Say, God is going to do supernatural things through me. Come on, come on. Get get a vision of that. Get a vision of that. Get a vision of God doing supernatural things through you. I know, I, I, I know it just seemed like no, no, no big deal, but there are times, there are times when I just, I just ride, a, I ride it on this campus and, and I see these buildings and, and see the land and see the structures and I realize God did some supernatural things through me. Didn't see how that was going to be done. All I had was a word from God. Didn't know how it was going to be done. Come on. The same thing is going to happen when we dedicate our new, our new facility, our new church building in the year 2021. We're going to look back again and say, God did this thing. But he does it, he does it through us. It's a cooperative work. I made a decision this week. That I was going to get put new heat and air units in my house. By the way, I discovered that this is a good time to do it, yo. This is a good time because they, they, if I didn't do it now, they told me, well, if you can get it now, we, can, we, can, we don't have to send people home and all that. And I said, okay, we can work this way. But you, you, wait, till, you wait till it's 90, 95 degrees and want new air conditioning, oh, they're going to get you. Anyway, so greet last night. The man said, okay, we'll be there tomorrow morning. comes in. And, it's, and I answered, he says, uh, Mr. Bailey, I opened the door, Mr. Bailey, and he walks in the door. He says, God been good to you. <laughs> come, no, come, y'all, you're not catching that. I said nothing. I said nothing. He just walked to the door, looked around and said, God been good to you. Come on now. This is the Lord's doing it. And Mark, God want to do stuff, stuff in your life that you won't have to say nothing. It'll just look at you and say, God been good to you. No, no. No, no one really blessed me about that. Because most people, they'll, they'll, they'll say stuff like this. What do you do? That man had that. I'll go. He understands. He, he, he understands. Okay. So he walked in and he just said, God been good to you. He didn't ask what I did. Come on now. Because there's some, there's things that God's going to, it's not about what you did. It's what he does through you. So God's going to do the supernatural through you. John 14 and 12. I'm reading this from the New Living Translation. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. Oh my goodness. Now, dare we read this from the plain translation? Because it sounds easier to say greater works. Well, that sounds real spiritual, but, and everybody tries to qualify greater works. I've heard preachers say stuff, well, it's greater because there was one of him and his millions of Christians. 
It's greater because we have the internet now. It's greater because we have microphones. It's greater because we have books. I don't think Jesus said and, and the context. So when I read that, I said, so, so we won't try to make it less spiritual. Go back and look the context that he said that he had just healed a man said, take up your bed and walk. And they were shocked how this was done. And Jesus said, listen, let me just tell you, I'm going to tell you the truth. Anybody believes in me, the same works I've done, even greater works because I'm going to the father. I'm not going to be here, but I'm going to deputize you to do everything I did just like I was still here. Oh, come on now. Come on. You got to get your faith up that, that, that not only will God do the supernatural, God going to do the supernatural through you. Now, a lot of people have been talking about my, my pastor colleague. Where, where's he at? Well, Maryland, D.C. It went, went viral, went on the Wall Street Journal, and it went on, went on the news. Everybody covering it because the pastor said, I'm going on vacation. Okay, y'all have seen it. Okay. So the man got, pastor got up and told his church, I'm tired. He said, I feel so far from God. No, seriously, it's, 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 I'm not talking about it. It was on the news and, 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 and it was quoted verbatim. And, and he said, I interviewed, he said, I'm tired. He says, not a day that goes by that I don't have to think of something I got to do for one of you or something for this church. He said, I'm with you with your highest, at the highest points and the lowest. And sometimes in the same day, and I, I can tell you, the, the hardest thing I've, had, I've ever had to do is to be at the hospital with one person rejoicing that they had the child while, while I'm at the morgue, and they have to be at the morgue the same day with somebody else who just lost a parent. And then he said, <laughs> he went on to say, he said, I want to know what this thing is they call brunch. <laughs> then he went further. He said, I further want to have something I heard this thing called a mimosa. Somebody said, what's that? Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Pastor one of them, he said, he said, so I'm going on vacation. He said, I'm going. He said, watch it. He announced this like the beginning of December. He said, I'll be back on Easter. <laughs> so everybody's been talking about how hard it is for pastors. Okay. Everybody's been talking about how hard it is for pastors and how draining it is on pastors. And so I've been, so because of this, it's generated a lot of discussions. So people, people walk up to you, feel sorry for them. You're a pastor. Oh man, I heard about the pastor got to take a vacation. Well, no, I, no, I, I'm going to take mine throughout the year. Okay. But then I've been sharing this with people. I said, part of the reasons why pastors are so overworked is because they haven't deputized the people. See, if you start thinking, that when I'm talking about the supernatural, then God going to use Bishop Bailey to do the supernatural. This year the supernatural. So anytime my child's sick, call pastor, call bishop. This year the supernatural. No, you're missing it. It's not about me doing the supernatural. It's about God doing the supernatural through all the uses. I said uses. There ain't a word, but you understood what I was saying. Didn't you, Leroy? <laughs> Mess with my people. Now, I know what I said. He told me these old names. I said, he, he better not deal with Herbert. 
Ain't nothing older than Herbert. There are no more. Except for minister, some of y'all don't know, Minister Angel named his son. His, his, we was at the hospital the other day, and I, and I said, I said, do you know your middle name? I said, what's your name? He told me, uh, Jaden uh, Almodova. I said, what's your middle name? He said, uh, Herbert. I said, I said, what's my name? Bishop Bailey. <laughs> I said, what's my first name? I, said, I don't know your first name. I said, your middle name is my first name. He said, huh? And I don't know why he did that. Because I didn't like Herbert myself. And I started praying to him. I said to him, I hadn't thought about it in years. I said, Herbert, I said, now I look like what I always said Herbert should look like when I was a kid. <laughs> An old man, bald head with glasses. I always said that as a kid. I said, Herbert, when I think of Herbert, I think of an old man with bald head and glasses. <laughs> Pastor Mark said, see, you spoke that on yourself. You spoke that on yourself. But the reason why pastors get overworked is because people rely too much on the pastor to do the work. The Bible tells us uh, 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 in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, that he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers uh, for the perfecting of the saints, for the edifying of the body of Christ, for the work of the ministry. So my job is to help you do the work of the ministry. Are y'all with me here? So it's not about God just doing the supernatural through people who are, who are uh, pastors and evangelists and apostles and pra- uh, prophets and teachers. God wants to do the supernatural through us. So, so that scripture again says, John 14, 12, New Living Translation. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I've done. Everybody says same works. So if Jesus healed, we're supposed to heal. Okay, I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to go deeper. If Jesus raised the dead, we're supposed to raise the dead. The problem is we, we, don't, we don't really believe that. Pastor Marsh and I, we've talked over, over the years. We said, did we miss an opportunity at certain times? Or did we just assume or should we have at a minimum exercised our faith and quote the scripture and say, God, uh, perhaps this is one of the times I'm supposed to do what you do. Or do we just automatically believe and receive the natural? Now, Jesus knew most people did not believe that. Right? So whenever he went to go raise somebody from dead, what did he do? He put most of those folks out. Because they're going to think we're crazy. Come on now. If you're going to experience a supernatural in 2019, there may be some people you're going to need to put out. Not to put them out your room. You may have to put him out your life. Come on now. You may have to get away with God to allow him to, inf- to fill you, infuse you with power so that he can do the supernatural through you. Anyone, he said, believes in me will do the same works I've done and even greater work because I'm going to be with, with the Father. So God says in 2020, I'm going to bless the work of your hands. Come on, everybody, come on. Put your hands in front of you. Look at your hands and say, God, I thank you that you're going to bless the works of my hands in 2020 to do supernatural things. Now, give God praise for that right now. Hallelujah. God's going to bless your hands to do supernatural things. 
whether that's writing a supernatural thing or laying your hands on something supernatural, God's going to do it through your hands. Mark 16, 17, 18, Jesus says, these miraculous signs, I'm reading, still reading New, New Living Translation, make it a little plainer. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. Those who what? Not who preach, those who what? Who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak with new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. That's talking about if one jump up on you, not if you go jump on, on it. You know, man, man, going, going, going to, in the in the cage with the lion, the lion attacking. They told me, man, that lion went crazy. No, the man went crazy. The lion went lion. <laughs> and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands. Look at this. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. Come on, say that. Say, God, I thank you that in 2020, I'm going to place my hands on the sick and they will be healed. So listen, you don't need the supernatural if the natural will do. You don't need the supernatural because the supernatural is not intended to replace the supernatural. I mean, the supernatural is not intended to replace the natural. It's intended to exceed the natural. You don't need the supernatural if the natural will do. So Ephesians 3.20, we know it. The Amplified says, now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose, do super abundantly, far above, far over and above all that we Dare ask. That's the natural part, y'all. All that we would dare to ask, that's the natural part. Would you just dare to ask? He said, now I'll do above that, but you got to dare to ask. Far above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. God said, now, if you will just ask that's a natural thing if you would just think that's a natural thing if you would just pray i mean the mechanics of that is a natural thing everybody has the ability to pray are you believing god to do the unexpected in your life bishop herbert bailey has declared that this is the year of the supernatural however the supernatural comes with preparation This impactful series prepares you to receive the supernatural. Order today on CD or DVD. You can also get the MP3 download. Just call 1-877-798-LIFE or go online to rightdirection.info. Ask for Preparing for the Supernatural. As we continue to socially distance, be sure to stay connected with us online. Stream our services on Facebook and YouTube, as well as rdci.info via the Watch Live tab. Sunday morning services are at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. Wednesday Bible study airs at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Friday, Women's Bible Study airs at 12 noon via Facebook Live. Consider connecting with us as a partner or an iChurch member. More information about our partnership and iChurch member services can be found on our website at rdci.info.
for consistent updates and encouragement, connect with us on social media through Facebook at Right Direction Church International and on Twitter and Instagram at the RDCI. Right Direction Ministries, transforming lives and impacting generations.